okay so i'm i've been posting a lot of visions mixed with um revelations mixed with encouragement mixed with um just word and i want to talk about a vision today i mean really quick so a few months back a while back i was actually like i was actually really growing in the lord and i was at a certain level with him and i'm not ashamed to say that you know i was moving towards the direction of really wanting to give up and just not seeing the point i saw the point but i just wanted to give up anyways because i felt that as much as it was requiring was too much for me to bear so um i don't know if anybody knows about jonathan mcreynolds and this is a good vision so i don't want to i don't want to say anything bad about anybody's name or make anybody feel any kind of way but um there was this vision where I was asking the Lord, I was like, because when I was turning to listen to gospel music and read the Bible and anything outside of what the Lord was telling me to do, he was just like, none of this is going to, you know, fill in for what you're supposed to be doing. And I'm like, I know, Lord, but I'm at least trying to still stay on this path. Like, am I supposed to completely give up? I get I'm supposed to be doing what I'm what what you asked me to do, but I feel that I it's too much I can, for me to bear. So at least this is keeping me on that path. At least this is keeping me in that direction as opposed to completely giving up and saying forget all of it. So, you know, obviously that's what the enemy wanted me to do, so I wanted to definitely stay on that path. So, in listening to a lot of gospel music, the Lord was revealing to me how how much the music actually permeated and how much the music actually was doing in the spirit. A lot of people's gospel music isn't sincere and it's not doing a lot in the spirit. Jonathan McReynolds, and I'm not going to lie to make anybody feel better. It was, he was a new artist. I was like, this is great. I love his songs. Like, why haven't I found these before? And to be quite honest with you, the Lord was saying like, um, just see how does this speak to your heart how does it really speak to your heart and it only really i'm gonna say it spoke to my heart but it really only spoke to my heart when i allowed it to like if i was too caught up in the actual beat and how good he sounded it wasn't speaking to my heart as much as it should but if i actually allowed it to to the point where i'm like he's a real artist and he's really sincere with what he's saying he's sincere he is then it was allowed then then I then it spoke to my heart. So anybody who may listen to his music for the catchy tune, catchy beat, catchy lyrics, um, it probably won't make a difference. Not I won't say it won't make a difference, but I'm gonna say um it's kinda neutral. But um if you listen to his music and you say and you can see, you can truly see how sincere he is in his music. And you actually allow that to permeate your heart, then it, it, it matters. It does something in the spirit. It does. But in that time, I wondered, I said, well, God, what does that mean for him? Is he, you know, is he a beneficial artist or is he just there? Because if his music is neutral, unless you're 
truly trying to see the benefit in it, which anybody who's listening to gospel should be trying to see the benefit in it. Um, if he's an, if he's like that, then what is he to you? How is he working in the spirit? How is he helping the your children? Because I don't feel like he's not, but I just want to see how, because now I know that everything is spiritual. Every single little thing is spiritual, all of it. So the Lord showed me, he gave me a vision. And in this vision, Jonathan was a, a teacher. He was a music teacher. And he was, he's just really good with kids. He was really good with kids. And he was super duper, like, just cool to be around. Like, super inspirational and just a role model. He truly was a role model. And God, and I, I feel like that was the answer to God's question. Like, where, where does he stand with your children? And he was a role model. And uh, another thing. So I was pretty much like a child to him. I don't know how old Jonathan McReynolds is. I think I thought we were closer in age than I thought he was probably like 30. I'm like 24. So I didn't see myself as a child to him. But um, so the Lord gave me a vision. I had two of them. One vision, we were in this school that I think he helped to build. He had something to do with putting together. And he was the music teacher. And we were all sitting around just like, you know, you know, he was improvising his songs with and teaching us at the same time. And we were all just going along with it. And then um, he called me up and I, and he pretty much like, told, he pretty much coerced me to improvise. I'm really not that kind of person. I'm really not the kind of person to be outgoing in that way. Like, I don't like going in front of this, the, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sing in front of a bunch of people, but he made me feel really comfortable. And that was pretty much a tale of his personality and character like he's like he's good at opening people up and making them feel comfortable and kind of um fitting everybody in all their differences and not singling anybody out and making sure everybody feels included and making sure everybody's you know taking advantage of their of their full potential and so he was great for a music teacher and so another Another vision the Lord gave me was the same school except for everybody was moving out. And it's like the Lord was kind of trying to tell me we're moving towards eternity. Like we're moving because it's almost time. Like I just remember it. everybody was moving everything into a big truck, a big moving truck. And it was going in the direction of a light so bright that you couldn't see where you were going. So I'm like, so the Lord's pretty much telling me he's definitely going and all of his kids too. So he had a, he had a bunch of kids he was in charge of, and they were pretty much teens and preteens, mostly teens, like around, like I would say 15, 16, 17, maybe 18, probably 19 and 20. Like he sees them still as kids. And so and I, I can I can admit I see the same thing because once you get past that age you realize you were still just a kid and a lot of decisions that you made. But um so we're all moving, we're all helping to move, but it's like the apocalypse. Like he's offering a um what do you call it? He's offering a um like a salvation, not even a salvation. What don't you know how the salvation army is? Or don't you know how if like all the zombie movies you watch when the world has ended, you they hear over the radio if anybody is looking for a home or food or you know or um 
you know, somewhere safe. This is where you can come. He was pretty much running that. So it was like the apocalypse and he was running like a, a center for people who was who had survived and who had been, you know, who needed a safe place to go. So this was like a safe place to go. And here the Lord appointed him. The Lord made it clear like and he knew. He knew that the Lord had had um, put him in a position for this to protect people and to put and to give people a place to go in the last days. And where in his place, the thing that I thought was very significant about him and that the Lord wanted to be clear. This is an, another reason why he likes him a lot and respects him and give and give and gave him this power and safe place to, you know, for, for people to go until it were it was time was that he was very responsible like everybody who's there is going to work for their their stay everybody is working for their stay like everybody's going to be provided for food clothing water um, a nice place to sleep and a great environment of people who will make you feel safe and protect you and also if you're here you're going to heaven I mean. And um, pretty much all he asked for in return was for that was that you earned your stay. And that's pretty much like we were moving things out. Like by that time, we were moving things out. But I can, you know, I could pretty much pick up that, you know, before things were being moved out, it was pretty much a school. So people had to like, I guess, help to keep it running, like maybe plant food or cook or clean or um just whatever it takes to maintain a school, you know, especially in the last days, which would probably be different than now. Um, and so since we were moving and we were so close, and I, I think that that was the Lord allowing him to tell me that you're so close to your breakthrough. You're so close to give up now. Because like I said, before this vision, um, I was like, I was feeling like it was too much I can bear. I wasn't giving up, but I was just feeling like it was too much I can bear. And I was taking a break from it. And then I got this vision and I feel like the Lord was showing me like, look how close you are at first before we got this vision, which was probably like a few weeks, maybe a month before that. I don't know, maybe even a few days. Everything, the time was so mess, so mixed up in this time because I wasn't caring about it. I was just losing my, losing my, losing time, losing myself into the time of worshiping God, like losing myself in it, like just trying to get results. So, um, pretty much he showed me that look how much has changed since look how much progress we've made look at what's going on in the school you were just in you know the school I was just in was so full like there was there I'm I'm not gonna lie it wasn't fully ran like it was still a little like sparse compared to a school now like if you look outside right well no actually since COVID it would be you know comparative to that but pretty much a school that you're used to is full the classes are full um the teachers are full like it's enough teachers and everything and at this school it was just like last day of school like it wasn't that full but there was a lot of people there and there were like it was like a small table of people but there were like there were chairs sitting on tables like how schools are when there's when everybody's not there or when like they have um more supplies than they need there were tables there were chairs stacked on tables like put up like how you put up things when you know you're about to shut something down 
But around this time, nothing was being shut down. It was being ran. So the second time um, I saw this vision, everything was being shut down. These tables were folded up. All of the chairs were stacked together and they were being moved into a moving truck towards a light. And he was pretty much overseeing everything. And he had everybody who was there. It was really young, like 16 and 17. I'm like 24, but I remember in the vision, I was like 16 or 17. And everybody had to work, but nobody was, nobody felt any type of way about working because everybody felt like, I'm blessed to even be here. I'm blessed to even have this opportunity. Like it's almost like we all came out of the wilderness. Like we all came out of fighting for our lives and that was our, you know, that was our safe place. It was a place where we could find, you know, solitude and be safe and eat and have a nice bed to sleep in and drink and he was running it. And um also, on top of that, we knew that if we were there, we were going to heaven. Like, even though we had probably, I don't want to say we just barely made it, because I don't want to speak for anybody else there. Everybody's situation was different there. But what we all had in common is that we were very grateful, because we knew that the circumstances could have been much worse. Like, we had almost just came out of those circumstances, or we know what it's like outside of these walls. So when everybody was working and stacking things and putting things up, um, we all had understanding that we were working for our stay. And even though the work was hard, it was fair. And so as soon as we got done working, we went to, we went into the cafeteria, which everything was stacked up and ready to be moved. Like we were moving. And the understanding was that everybody has everybody's back. Like that was very, that was like very clear. Like that was made clear when we were stacking and moving stuff into the moving truck and also when we were in the cafeteria like everybody has everybody's back nobody is alone here and we all have come through different situations we all have made it through different situations we all have our faults we all may have different things that the lord is holding us accountable for but when it comes down to it we know where we are we know what we've come through and we know where we're going from here and um everybody is protecting everybody nobody has to worry about anything it's a safe place here so to my understanding was um a lot of people were going through the same thing i was going through where the people that they thought they could trust and love was actually the ones who they needed to be protected from and jonathan he was um an overseer of the school he was kind of like a principal in a way almost like a security but he was just in control and so um you could tell that the Lord appointed him and the Lord protected him and everything came with him. And because um, he was sincere and he had a sincere heart. And so the food was abundant. We didn't lack anything as far as warm um, beds, clothes, food, showers. And everywhere outside of this place was desolate and starving. And, and it was just an, like an apocalypse. Like everybody was like everybody for themselves. But here it was everybody has everybody's back. So the Lord appointed him this um, this safe place. And I was there. And I remember being there and saying to myself, I know that I can't stay here. Like, I will want to stay here. And this is super comfortable. And I remember him saying, like, you can stay as long as you want. As long as you, you know are willing to work for your position here. Like as long as you are willing to work just like everybody else and pull your weight, 
nobody has a problem with you being here. We'll all protect you. This is a safe place. And he's like, eat, you know, um, find you a nice bed, like associate with everybody. Everybody's good people here. And I'm just, I know that that's true, but I also understand that um, there's people that I need to pull out of this outside, like out of the outside situation. So outside of this situation, people are, you know, scavenging their um, suffering and they're going without and they don't have a safe place like this. And I'm pretty much trying to um, pull them out. Like, I'm not going to say I'm all the way good. Because if I were all the way good, then, you know, it wouldn't be, I don't feel like it would be as hard to pull people out. I don't know. I really can't speak for that. But what I do know is that there's people I'm going back for. So while I know I'm in this safe place, I know that I need to go back out there for these people. Like, I know that this is just for the moment. So while I'm there, I'm just like, let me just, you know, do what I have to do. Um, blend, not blend in, but... um enjoy it while I can not even enjoy it I couldn't enjoy it well I, I could but I was just like it wasn't about enjoying it it was about surviving let me just survive while I can and um I know that I have to go back out and save people and the entire time like people are like what's what's wrong was why are you upset like not everybody but certain people who are paying attention because everybody's working everybody's busy the f- a few people were like what's wrong why are you upset and I'm just like um, pretty much it was, I had an understanding with God that I just couldn't, I couldn't talk about it. I couldn't talk about it. I couldn't complain. So I was like, um, I just have, like, I, I, I don't know what I told them. I pretty much made it seem like, you know, I have a lot going on, such, such, and such. And then the person was like, yeah, we all have situations. Nobody's judgmental here. So the person pretty much just made me feel good in a way where it's like, um, well, you know, everything's going to be all right. Look where you are. At least you're safe, you know, and everything's going to be okay. And so um, I remember Jonathan coming by and was like, eat. Like, you were, you earned it. And so, like, I was about to eat, and then, but I didn't have an appetite. I was like, I, I just can't eat. I'm not even hungry because I can't think about nothing but going back out to help these people. Like, going back out to save these people who I feel that I left behind. But it's not that I left them behind. I just got pulled out, and they didn't. And so, um, I could only think about going back out to get them. And the Lord was like, I'm going to give you opportunity to go back out and get them. But I want you to understand that um, this is what you've earned thus far. So, in a way, I, I didn't have an appetite. So, I was like, I can't imagine, you know, if they even able to eat. And I remember thinking to myself, I wonder if I can save some of this. Like, I wonder if I can keep some of this food. And, like, I remember Jonathan being around and pretty much, like, because since he's overseer of everything, he wasn't, like, saying don't steal. But he was pretty much just, like, making it clear, like, you know, this is for the people who work for their for their food. Like, this is for the people who earned it. And also, like, I understand our situation. I'm not judging you. And I don't know how to explain it. He really wasn't judgmental in any way. He wasn't offensive. It was just he was also, like, on point. So, like, I also felt like... um he made it clear without being offensive, like, you can't take this fool with you. And so I felt like, you know, okay, now I'm just going to have to eat. 
So I was like, I'm not even hungry really. And then immediately, and then as soon as I said that, I got hungry because I think he he probably had the power to do that. Like you need to eat something. And so like then I got hungry and I was about to eat. And then this right before I was about to eat and stuff, um, I woke up. When I woke up, the Lord pretty much made it clear like, um, you know what you have to do. Because I knew that I was only there for the time being. I knew that I wasn't staying. I knew that I could stay if I wanted to. But if God's given me opportunity to go save these people who, you know, I don't want to leave behind. Even though it's not, you know, their fault. Or, I don't know if it's their fault or mine. I don't really know. I just know I want to save them. And if the Lord has given me opportunity to, then, you know, I, I can't I can't humanely sit here. Even though I can. I just can't humanely stay here. Like, I could probably sit here and, and we all been through so much and everybody will understand. Everybody will understand I didn't want to go back out into the wilderness. Everybody would get it, but I still just can't. Like, I'm saying to myself, even if I die trying to save these people, I just will have to. You know, I would just have to. But at the same time, I don't really want to die trying to save them, but I'm just willing to give my life. Because I feel these people are worth it. So, um... Then um, when I woke up, I pretty much decided that I was going to fight fight more for these people and um, put in more work. Because if that's what I earned, then I felt maybe I could do a little more and earn their stay. So ever since then, um, as far as listening to his music, I do. I don't have a problem with listening to his music. I don't think that, you know, there's anything wrong with listening to Jonathan McReynolds' gospel. There's def He's definitely right with God. He's going. And not only is he right with God on his own accord, which a lot of people, you know, they, you know, I'm not going to speak for people, but they may say, you know, I'm right, but do I care about, you know, actually helping others? And honestly, I don't think that you would get in like that. But not only is he right on his own accord, he actually has a group of children whom, or a group of teenagers who he has, um, who's who he's helping and who he's um, responsible for, and he's a very responsible individual. He's going to make sure they get there. He's he takes full he he's he has full account of everybody at all times. He's just aware in that way, and he's perfect for that job. And um, last time I seen them, and last time I seen the school, and I was there for a little while, um, twice. Last time I seen the school, um, they were moving. So the only thing I can say as far as what's probably in store or what's probably going on with the school now is that um, God's pretty much just waiting on the last couple of people, the last few people in order to, in order for us all to be called up or all to go. That being said, I realized that, you know, a lot of this stuff I'm talking about would probably be seen as, you know, forbidden or not. I can't talk about it, but um, I kind of see it differently. I see it differently because mainly because I feel like the Lord kind of wants me, <laughs> wants me to talk about these things right now. Um... It's just me. It's really just me. Whether it's mistake or not, everything, 
I've been doing has led me to um, the ultimate results. And if I weren't doing this, I don't know if it would make a difference or not. Destiny would still present itself. But, like I said, it wouldn't make a difference or not. It wouldn't make a difference or not. Destiny would still present itself. And that being said, if it can make just even the slightest difference in me and my attitude, which it makes me feel better to talk about these things, it makes me feel better to get a better understanding every single time I say it out loud. And if it can encourage anybody who's listening, even better. Um, but a lot of things that we don't know about, they're all happening right now. And I feel that we all should, um, we all should contribute. We all should definitely contribute towards the right direction. Let's not waste any more time. That being said, um, if I have any last things I, I would say, it would be to trust your position with the Lord no matter what. Definitely trust your position. 